0: Browns need to win two out of these next three. We've already told you that last week. The first game of impossibility to get on the board with a win is against the Miami Dolphins. Boy, I tell you, they got a prolific passing attack. They got some receivers and some speed. Uh, And yes, it's a track team. We'll tell you what the Browns need Uh, to do. Look at the Browns offense versus the Dolphins defense. And then finally, we'll take a look at the overall uh, meaning of this game. You you might have an opportunity to get the first win. We need to go two out of three. What would a win mean in Miami for the Cleveland Browns? And how could that propel them to a a little bit of a a, a run here? We'll talk about all that stuff and much more on the Locked On Browns podcast.
1: Welcome back, my friends, to the show that never ends your daily delivery of all things Dog Pound. LGB on the LOB, the Locked On Browns podcast brought to you by the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Appreciate everybody who makes Locked On Browns their first listen, whether it's on your favorite podcast app, of course, available on YouTube. Subscribe, notifications on, throw some likes on those episodes for us, and the Roku app, search Locked On Cleveland Sports, you will find... Locked on Browns, Locked on Guardians, Locked on Cavaliers. And of course, the Ultimate Cleveland Sports Show with my co-host is a proud part of Mr. Garrett Bush, 92.3 The Fan. uh, The Barbershop on Saturday mornings, 8 to noon. You can also catch for pregame, postgame coverage for the Buckeyes, the Browns, and of course, your Cleveland Cavaliers. Today's episode of Locked on Browns. Is brought to you by Prize Picks. Picks. Is so much fun and it's simple and easy to play. You're not competing with other players; it's just you versus the projections available. Pick two to five players, and if they score more or less than the Prize Picks projection, you can win up to ten times money on your entry. It can literally take less than sixty seconds to enter a lineup. It is just that easy. We love Prize Picks, and we know you will too. First-time listeners can receive a one hundred percent instant deposit match up to one hundred dollars with promo code Locked On. That's Prize Picks. Dot .com promo code locked on As we said Jeff Lloyd Garrett Bush just continuing through here Miami Dolphins week this is a pivotal pivotal game for your Cleveland Browns a three game set here this week at Miami next week in Buffalo we'll see how that game looms um, with one Josh Allen and a possible injury Tampa Bay Buccaneers coming in the week after that before the return of Deshaun Watson you want to just the last time the Cleveland Browns faced the Miami Dolphins just wanted to get to that for a second and want wanted I mean look it granted it was three seasons ago and what was a 41-24 Cleveland Browns victory quarterback for the Dolphins that day Ryan Fitzpatrick was also the lead rusher that day with 45 yards. was Ryan Fitzpatrick his leading receiver that week Deontay Parker this was a roster of a bunch of players that nobody knew of a great young coach who is no longer there um as everything you know some things have gone wonky in Miami over the years baker Mayfield that day 327 yards three touchdowns nick Chubb had 100 yards that day wow what a surprise nick Chubb had a 100 yard day crazy right you never would have thought that happened browns got oh, hey, after
0: well, <laughs> def taxes, Chubb, baby who's who's this guy that <laughs> sounds pretty good Indeed.
1: Indeed. It was a Sheldon Richardson two sack performance that day for the Browns in 2019 as they handled the Miami Dolphins 41-24. A drastically, drastically different roster these days for the Miami Dolphins. Tua Tagovailoa, And look, I, I, I'm never going to put Tua up there with some of the quarterbacks in this league, even though right now, statistically, that is the level he is playing on. They... They made a gamble to bring in Tyreek Hill. A lot of people, when the move was first made, was like, well, isn't that kind of what Jalen Waddle is? And are you going to take away from Jalen Waddle? Yeah, I was an idiot. I was wrong. This is a monster <laughs> of an offensive attack. These two, I, you know, it's a truly, it's a pick your poison. You know, because look, the Browns ain't got nobody on that defense that can run in the four twos. The Miami Dolphins, their first two receivers run in the four twos. These guys are incredible juice. And the thing is, is they they can do it all. And they run a lot of, you know, deep over routes where one of these guys will run a deep post. And then, okay, so we'll cover that with a safety deep. Okay, what do you get about the other guy that was running across the field? And we got three guys trying to keep up with him and ain't even close. They don't really run the ball and actually Garrett and I were joking I don't even know if there's a running back on this Dolphins roster that would make the Browns team I know you brought in Jeff Wilson <laughs> Raheem Mooster. <laughs> I mean none of these guys are scaring you the Dolphins run the ball because they have to they run the ball because it's a change of pace they run the ball so maybe everybody can catch their breath and go out there and perform and that's before we mention a guy like Mike Jacecki and, you know, Mike Jaceki, you know, not being able to do the gritty, whatever that means, whatever, that's fine. You, know, hey, you can try, big guy. You can try. But Mike Jaceki is a solid, solid tight end. And for a couple of years, he was kind of like the focal point of the Dolphins passing game. Now he's an afterthought, but you got to cover him. He's very similar to David Njoku, where he's a big, ridiculously good athlete who plays tight end. And he's a difficult, difficult player to stop. It comes down to Tua. There's no question about it. You know, the you know, the magician of the room, the orchestra, the, you know, the man who leads the orchestra, so to speak, into a Tagliabola. It's a hard, hard thing to have to go against. You know, there is, you know, a storm kind of running through South Florida right now, but from all intents and purposes, it's not going to be anything that affects anything come Sunday but this is, if you like video games, if you like Madden, this is the time type of team you'd like to play with because with these two Blazers on the outside and they're absolutely wrecking the NFL right now, uh, they got something special going here. And it's going to take a lot of discipline. It's going to take a lot of communication with the Browns. Secondary has lacked at points this season. It's a difficult, difficult week ahead. This is a talented, talented offensive side of the football that the Miami Dolphins bring into this game, Garrett.
0: Yeah, they, they can do it all. Um, And and what I mean, all, I mean, the passing game, Uh, they, they do a tremendous amount of damage uh, in the air. And when you, you you just don't, if you take a look at it, and I I like to do this um, just because, you know, this goes to show you how difficult the Brown's job is going to be against the, uh, against the the Dolphins. Uh, So when you look at it and you look at their stats, it's, it's mind-blowing the way and the amount uh, of stats they're putting up. Like you said, Tua's only played seven games, right? Um, he's completing nearly 70% of his passes. Um, he is uh, has thrown for 15 touchdowns, only three interceptions, sacked only eight times. And when you look at it uh, from their receiving core, this is where it really jumps out at you. Tyreek Hill, 76 receptions, uh, 1,104 yards already. Are you serious? Three touchdowns. He's averaging the fastest,
1: the fastest man since 1974 to reach that statistical
0: output. That Jalen Waddle. Think about it. He, he, he has 47 receptions, but he also has 812 yards. That means he's getting chunk yards, chunk plays, and you see it in his average seven point seventeen point three yards per catch six touchdowns. His longest 59. uh Tyreek Hill's longest 64. So what this is telling you, um, these guys can take the, the whole top off the defense. No questions asked. These guys are going to be able to get past your guys. And, and, and what this is going to come down to is strictly pass rush. How can you get past these dudes? How can you uh pressure Tua? If there's anything that too is susceptible to. He seems to be injury prone going back to Alabama, not saying that you're gonna play to hurt somebody, but you're gonna play to, to put some pressure on him so he thinks about those injuries from the past. He's already he had concussions this year, missed some time with that. And one of the things that you're gonna have to do is, the more pressure that you can put on a guy like that, the more opportunity that you have for, to get him to be errant, um, not have pocket presence, Uh, inaccurate on certain ones of his throws. And another thing that you could capitalize on for the Cleveland Browns is the fact that they do have two defensive ends and he's not a running quarterback. Um, He may scramble to, you know, you know, get a few yards, but he's not a a threat to keep running and moving around all day. And, and you look at it, the receivers for the Dolphins are a little bit short. They're a little bit on the small side. So, you know, we've had that a little bit here with Jarvis Landry, Odell Beckham Jr., um and, and what it does that makes it kind of difficult to throw the ball in traffic a little bit it's not a big of target so for us i think we should be physical and, and continue to uh make them be one-dimensional and even if you could throw the ball a lot even if you're uh a really good and have good receiving good quarterback you don't want to be one-dimensional um you look at uh raheem, uh, raheem mostert 478 yards only two touchdowns on the year, and the next guy closest to that is is Chase Edmonds at 120. Um, so for me, um, they throw the ball a lot, but if you can get somebody in, in in predictable downs of distance and be aggressive like you did against the Bengals, who also had good receivers, I think that you should be able to go down there and get a win. Um, I'm I'm confident that the Browns match up well against the Dolphins. It's
1: it's not a it's not a task that they are incapable of doing and bringing back, you know, getting back Denzel Ward for this week certainly should assist with that. And the fact that the Browns defense right now is trending in the right direction, a couple of positive weeks put together here, and we'll get to it in segment three about, you know, know, what some of the key will be to actually, you know, getting within the white lines and winning this game. But there's some things here that the Cleveland Browns can absolutely do to get themselves over the hump, get themselves to four and six, get everybody feeling better about themselves, and we'll see the way the Buffalo and the Tampa Bay weeks shake out before the return of number four. Jeff Lloyd, Garrett Bush, your latest Locked On Browns. Guys, gals, Holly is coming. That special someone, you know what they like sometimes, they like something special to Where, as the original online jeweler, Blue Nile offers the largest selection of independently graded diamonds and pieces, priced significantly below traditional retailers. Blue Niles help millions of couples create their perfect engagement ring. Their easy online tools let you choose the diamond shape, its size, and its clarity, as well as the setting style. Their bench jewelers will then help you handcraft her, a perfect one-of-a-kind engagement ring. Looking for a piece of fine jewelry to commemorate a special milestone, but you're still having trouble choosing? Blue Nile has jewelry experts on hand 24-7, available via phone or chat to help you find a memorable gift at every budget. Shop stress-free with Blue Nile, 100% satisfaction guarantee. All Blue Nile orders are insured and shipped for free in discreet packaging. They also offer overnight shipping if you are in a hurry. Make your moment sparkle with Blue Nile. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LOCKEDON to save $50 on your purchase of $500 or more. That's B-L-U-E-N-I-L-E.com. Promo code locked on to save fifty dollars on your purchase of five hundred dollars or more. Blue promo code locked on.
0: Welcome back to Locked On Browns podcast. Garrett Bush, G Bush ninety one in the building. Jeff Floyd at Jeff underscore LJ, LJ underscore Lloyd. Um, appreciate uh, everybody um, for for tuning in daily. If you're a big time Browns fan, we want you to be this. We want this to be the place where you guys come get your inside information. We want this the place to be where you want to get an honest breakdown and you really want to get into the weeds and and, and the minutiae of what your team. That's why it's at your team every day. We want to thank you for doing so and continue to support that by uh, supporting us on YouTube, by subscribing, making sure that notification bell is on. So every time we drop, if there's a variation of an hour or so, maybe two hours, you'll automatically get it. You ain't got to check back. You ain't got to keep coming back. Is it up yet? Is it up yet? we'll already let you know. So continue to do that. We appreciate every one of you and we we definitely appreciate your support. Um we talked about the Dolphins offense. Let's get to the Dolphins defense. Um you know, they have Bradley Chubb. Um they've done some things uh in terms of you know, they've been they've been solid. They've been solid uh, on the defensive end of the football, but guess what they also did? Um they also bolstered that they also got better there, um, which is something that I, I think the Dolphins have seen over, I would say, over the last year or so, last two years. <coughs> that they feel like they, they should be a contender. Um, 2020, they were very close, 10 wins. And I think they felt like defense is an area that they had to get better. Um, when you take a look at their sack totals, not very many sacks at all. And, and that's why they went and got a guy like uh, – you know when a guy like uh you know chubb bradley chubb uh right now sack leaders at melvin ingram has three Jalen phillips the, the guy um you know young guy out of miami brandon jones two two sacks jerome baker uh about a half a one and a half sacks so you know they're not really putting that much pressure on the defense or on the offense so you can see why people um and they went out and did that uh, but where they are strong at um, is that they have a really good secondary and some corners um when you look at uh Xavier Howard one of the best in the game five uh five passes deflected um they also do a pretty good job at safety Javon Holland is a guy who who has uh done something two interceptions um and has some return ability 64 yards there as well um uh, but their corners are, are are really good their corners are, are are awesome they got a good secondary Christian Wilkins is a guy in the middle that's going to eat up a lot of stuff I like him out of uh Clemson he's another young guy so you know they're not world beaters they're not going to come out and, and just and you know destroy you um but here's the thing they did get Bradley Chubb who who hasn't really played well yet because of injuries so they have some pieces of parts they can get after you a little bit they're athletic but by no means, shape, or way, shape, or form, is this a team where the Cleveland Browns can't move the football?
1: I could agree more. Um, and I, I know a lot of people looked at last week's Bears game and oh wow, they gave almost 250 yards. Well, stop. Uh, <laughs> Justin Fields has legs, Jacoby Brissett. Uh, that's just not the case. So, yes, that was an issue for the Dolphins last week. The Browns have no way of replicating that, but the Browns, uh, Dolphins play odd front three four. So, you know, your base. Edges in the three-four are Christian Wilkins as Garrett Bush and, and, of course, old friend of the Cleveland Browns, Emmanuel Agba. Outside pass rushers at the outside linebacker position, Jalen Phillips, Bradley Chubb. You have Melvin Ingram. They can get after the passer. The, key, the thing with the Dolphins is they don't really get home. They seem to be able to get in there, kind of get the quarterback off of his rhythm. And keep in mind, though, some of this, again, was against more athletic quarterbacks. But Jacoby Brissett, former Dolphin last season, so obviously he's well aware of the talent on the other side of that ball. Yes, Xavier Howard is one of the top corners in the league. And Javon Holland is a guy that just flat out, seems to find the ball in pressure situations, just has a knack for it. Uh, I don't think this is going to be something where the Dolphins' defense is going to shut down the Cleveland Browns. Um, the Cleveland Browns' offensive line right now has been trending in a solid, solid direction the last couple of weeks. This was even without Wyatt Teller playing. Um looking to get Wyatt Teller back this week. Uh, Jedrick Wills, it, it's really, really starting to turn for this guy. His play is starting to become consistent week in, week out just gives you a great, great effort. We know about Joel. We know everything that Posek's done in this season. You know, Jack Conklin, for a guy who's not really close to 100%, has certainly held it down. But there's talent here. And you're going to play a 3-4. It's a little bit different. But Brown's played a couple times a year when they face the Pittsburgh Steelers. Um, You know, probably going to have to find a way to have some assistance from the tight ends. you got to chip some of these guys. Man, you can't let a Bradley Chubb. You can't let... <clears throat> a Melvin Ingram, you cannot let a Jalen Phillips or Christian Wilkins and Emmanuel, Agba, you can't let these guys get straight off going out on the outside of the offensive tackle. You've got to give some assistance here. It's cre- it's, key, it's, cru- it's key. It's critical. It's key. It's critical. They played the run defense. I'd say middle of the pack. But when we say these things, you have to keep in mind that nobody really runs the ball like the Cleveland Browns do. So yes, you can say, "Oh well, they've been pretty good against the run," but it's a whole different ballgame when you're going against the Browns and you're going against Nick Chubb, and the fact that they're coming off a bye week. It's just, I mean, you know, facts are facts, and it's not boasting it. It's you know, not trying to. You know, the, the Cleveland Browns' running game is outstanding, and the fact that Jacoby Brissett has been able to be consistent with his completion numbers, the fact that he's been able to hit a couple of deep ones the last couple of weeks, you're keeping the defense. Honest, sure. Right now with Jacoby Brissett, if I'm a defensive coordinator, I'm getting as many men of the line of scrimmage as I possibly can. But Jacoby Brissett has been able to counteract that, which has been able to keep this going on the pace it's been going. So it's it, it, it's a test. There's no question about it. Dolphins have the you know advantage of being home. The advantage that the weather is going to be a little different. Browns ain't you know seeing humidity now, probably in about five, six weeks. You know, that'll be a little bit of a factor Sunday, no doubt. But there are certainly, you know, spots here where the Browns can pull this win out. There is one key for the Browns on offense. There's one key for the Browns on defense. And ironically enough, it's going to be the same thing. Garrett Bush and I are going to get to that in segment three. Jeff Lloyd, Garrett Bush, your latest Locked on Browns. BetOnline.net is your number one source for sports betting info, stats, news, and analysis. Get the latest odds and trends for every professional and amateur league out there. From football to basketball to soccer and esports, we've got it all at BetOnline.net. And if you love sports podcasts, you can find those at BetOnline as well. We're always the fastest and easiest way to get your betting fix. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more. BetOnline, where the game starts.
0: Welcome, welcome, welcome right back to the Locked on Browns podcast. Don't forget, coming up on Sunday, as always, following the Browns game, We'll be right there on a the two-minute warning. Two-minute warning. Get your instant reaction over there. Um, one of the best things I I really feel like it's a really uh, awesome situation because, you know, you give them an the opportunity to get your instant reaction. You get an opportunity right off the bat. If you think the Browns played <laughs> terrible, guess what? You all in the chat saying they played terrible. If you think they're playing good, you, you love what Nick Chubb or Amari Cooper just did, you get an opportunity to say so and we give it to you earlier than any other platform you'll be able to get that at the two minute warning our live reaction um and, and i think we're pretty much the only people that's moving like that um out here in the industry industry so go ahead and if you want to get to that you can subscribe to the locked on browns podcast and you'll automatically get it in two minute warning or you could you could subscribe to the ultimate cleveland sports show as well um uh, where you can find me jay uh crowd uh, crawford i almost say jay crowder you can tell I want to see him play for the Cavs, but Jay Crawford, Adam the <laughs> Mike Mikey McNuggets, all those guys will be over there, so you can salute uh, and subscribe to that as well, but don't forget, two-minute warning uh, here on Sunday after the Browns game. Jeff, uh, this is going to be a very pivotal game. You know, for me, when you say four and five, I look at a team that is now back in the hunt. Three and five, kept you alive you know you was on life support four and five puts you back in the mix and i, I think that it'll also one thing that it'll do it, it will really definitely give the team confidence given the fact that they played two good teams in the dolphins and in the Bengals, and now all of a sudden you're playing up to what your standards and the expectations were coming into this thing from fans and the media now you can hang your hat on and say okay look we get five games. We were figuring it out. Um, let's see if what we're talking about in the, those fixes are long-term and sustainable. We played Joe Burrow and a good quarterback and good receivers, and Joe Mixon, we shut them down. You see what they did the next week. Joe Mixon had a, the best career of his life. 160 yards, five total touchdowns. I think he had probably a 50, 60 on the ground, or in the air, too. But guess what? When they came over here Monday Night Football, Halloween... They had none of that, including Joe Burrow. So if you can go down there and you can hold up to it and you can tell Tyreek Hill and and Jalen Waddle, no, no, y'all not getting that off. Guess what? You got an opportunity. And Miles Garrett will have an opportunity because the more you throw, the more opportunity we can get with you. So, um, you know, this is a big time win if they can get it. um, And then it puts a a definite look, um, spot shadow on the next week. Because guess what, Jeff? If 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 Mr. Allen is not playing in Buffalo, uh, that's a completely different story. Now you're looking at Singletary and Knox and Good luck, Stephon Diggs catching the ball from who? Is I case Keenum,
1: baby? An
0: uh, uh, old friend of ours. And we would love to see him and congratulate him in his new endeavors and show him a good time in Baltimore, in Buffalo because you know we ready we pin our ears back on that and then take a look at this. You go the next week you got Mr. Tom, I'm divorced Brady, and it's looking bad for him. I could tell. Listen, I had, I went through it before too, bro. It's hard to concentrate, <laughs> trying to figure <laughs> out the logistics. And you know what? Y'all just not really playing that well, even though you you squeaked that win out against the, the uh the Rams, who by the way don't look that good. Um, guess what? That's another winnable game, especially the way they're playing. So if you can start the momentum here, and wouldn't it be crazy? Now I ain't gonna start this rumor, but wouldn't it just be crazy? If they just went three and zero down the backstretch against the top team in the, in, in the AFC, against the team in time, but we're playing one of the greatest ever in Tom Brady, weapons about Allen for that, all those. Guess what? Don't don't it seem like? Don't it seem like we might be right back in there, Jeff? I'm telling you, you win three. This town will be on fire. It'll be on fire, bro. Look, there's work to be done here. Uh, you feel the
1: product. Going into the buy was trending upwards. You get to have the buy. You get to feel good about yourself. You start incorporating players back into the lineup. In Denzel Ward, in Wyatt Teller, possibility of Jeremiah Usukurimoa getting back into the mix as well. And you know, you have a team that could be clicking on all cylinders. You know, Jacoby Reset to this point has been I would say he's been a revelation. He has been a lot lot better than anybody thought he could have been. And, you know, all credit to him. But the key, in my opinion, for this Dolphins game, it, it, it's the same key for the Browns' offense, for the Browns' defense. Look, there you have a lot of pass rushers in Miami. And if you notice, this is like a trend. All teams that are playing well always kind of do around the trade deadline. You know what? Let's go get another pass rusher. Are you sure? Nope, no, go get another pass rusher. Because even still, you got a guy maybe one week is at 80%. You say, you know what, man, we got enough of you. You, you sit this one week out, come back fresh next week. You always try to add on the D-line if you think you're a team in contention. In contention. And obviously, the Miami Dolphins did that. It's an odd front, like I said, 3-4. It's not something the Browns see a ton of. But the other thing is the Browns have been able to focus for two straight weeks on this ballgame, on the Miami Dolphins, everything that needs to be done to beat the Miami Dolphins. Now, on the defensive side of the ball here, this is where it gets a little tricky. There is no other left-handed quarterback in the league. There's no other left-handed quarterback in the league. The first question is, Is you even have anybody that can simulate Tua Tagalai-Vola in practice? I, yeah, as far as I know, unless it's one of these reserve wide receivers, they can throw left-handed, I don't know who's really doing that. But it does bring up some questions. The have a solid left tackle in Toronto Armstead. Is that where Miles is going to line up, though? Are you going to line Miles up on the left tackle against a left-handed quarterback? You're going to put Miles more on the right-hand side. We know Jadavian Clowney plays with a more overall intelligence to the position as far as you know, getting your hands up. Because for me, whoever's lining up against Teron Armstead, and they're probably going to lose a lot of those matchups because Teron Armstead is a solid, solid tackle, you've got to be extremely disciplined. Tua is only six feet tall. He is not a big dude by any means whatsoever. He is not a tall quarterback. He cannot throw over a lot of people. The Browns defensive lineman has been very smart this year with getting their hands up. You saw it from Isaiah Thomas last week. A guy who's playing time is going to continue to increase. Don't question yourself. there one thing. What They love what Isaiah Thomas is doing. He goes out there. He plays confidently. He knows what his role is. He's not out there trying to make splash pays. He is making sure he does his task first. The special stuff comes after that. So me, you can see a lot of moving around, which at Avian Cloudy with Miles Garrett, they've been going, trying to go more and more NASCAR here over the last couple of weeks, missing, mixing in more pass rushers, which is the whole reason you have four, the reason you have five on the roster. You want to get these guys involved. Those are some key matchups there. It really is. And it's going to be on both sides of the ball, Garrett. It's going to be about pass protection, in my opinion. Who can do it? Who doesn't do it? That's going to change the outcome of this game because I think the Browns are going to be able to run the ball like we know they will run the ball. But it's going to be about which pass rush makes the opposing quarterback's day more difficult.
0: Yeah, that, that's what it, that's what it's going to come down to. It's it's all about the rush. It's all about that aggressive nature, and I've seen it time and time again. Jeff, uh, going into games, especially in the NFL, and even at some major colleges, where teams that are passing teams, you know, they that's their identity, um, and they they have success all year, and then they get to a team where. They just say, no, we're, what we're going to do is if you want to pass, we're just going to make it uncomfortable. We're jamming every receiver. We're playing close to him. Um, you know, we're going to get after him. Now, in this case, Jalen Waddle and Tyreek Hill is kind of fast. So one of the things that you're going to have to do is you're going to have to bring pressure and be exotic with it. You know, rushing four and getting home would be great, but you need to have still have some timely blitzes when you play in a team that has these two receivers that are as fast as they are. But like you said, if Miles Garrett and David Clowney can, can dominate and we can get some guys back, potentially a JOK, potentially a Denzel Ward, then Joku's back. I, I think that this team is much better when they're there. And I actually think that the team is much better when you take a look at Deion Jones and when you look at Taki Taki in the way they've been playing. Because they've just been playing solid. And that's all you need. That's all you need from your middle linebacker. And and so I I look at this game and I look at the the scouting port. And if the Browns come out and we can say after the game that Clowney and Garrett dominated, I think you can come up with a Browns win.
1: Opportunity is there. Uh, Opportunity is there. And, you know, look, I understand what Hill and Waddle can do. But you also have to have the time to get these guys involved. And with Nick Chubb, if the passing game and Jacoby Brissett can keep up the completion percentage at a high number, if you make these guys spectators, and I know I say it every week, but time of possession is a legit, legit factor. Granted, the Dolphins score quickly, but it, it just increases your propensity and your odds to win the game the longer you have the ball. And you know, with getting Ward back, with being full and complete in the secondary, the opportunity is there for the Browns. Uh, to go in there and make a little noise. Look, this team barely beat the bears and this team barely beat the Detroit lions. Facts are facts. Both those games you won by less than five points against the Chicago bears and the Detroit lions. Y- you tell me you don't think that the Browns, even with a Kobe said are better football teams than the Chicago bears and the Detroit lions. I'm not buying it for a second. They're light years better than both those franchises. So the opportunity is there. Question is, can they handle the pressure? Because now with it's not a quid of, we'd like to win. Browns are now in a quid of, we need to win. And at worst, they need to go 2-1 and one over this next three-game stretch before Deshaun Watson comes back to the fray. He is Garrett Bush, part of the roundtable at the Ultimate Cleveland Sports Show. This guy's been a little ill this week, just uh, getting some rest, relaxation, but show still goes on, so check out the Ultimate Cleveland Sports Show 11-1 Monday through Friday on YouTube. Saturday morning, 8 to noons on 92.3 The Fan, the Barbershop, Garrett Bush. Always a good time. Make sure you're checking that out. And, of course, <clears throat> pregame, postgame coverage for your Ohio State Buckeyes, your Cleveland Cavaliers, your Cleveland Browns. Garrett Bush over there as well, at GBush91. Myself, Jeff Lloyd, at Jeff underscore LJ underscore Lloyd. The show at Browns follow-back account. Appreciate everybody who makes Lockdown Browns their first listen every day. Whether it is on your favorite podcast platform, make sure you subscribe following the show. Or on YouTube, make sure you subscribe, got the notifications on. So that way when content drops, you guys are there to digest it. And also make sure you liking. Start to hit a little like on those episodes. It Just helps uh, you know with the publicity generate more eyes to the show. We appreciate you all so kindly. And on the Roku app, search Locked Cleveland Sports and you will find the Locked On Browns podcast. You will find the Locked On Cavaliers podcast, you will find the Locked On Guardians podcast. And, of course, G. Bush and the boys over at the Ultimate Cleveland Sports Show. This has been your daily delivery of all things Dog Pound. LGB on the LOB. Let's go Browns.